Bismillahirrahmanirrahim wa bihi nasta'in wa salli lahuma wa baraka ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa baraka wa sallam wa sallama tasliman kathira amma ba'd Today insha'Allah we look at verses 6 to verse number 10 bi'idhnillah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah azza wa jal he opens up these verses mentioning to us the traits and the characteristics of the munafiqeen and the kuffar and this shows us the balance which Allah Azza wa Jal strikes in his book. Because the ayat preceding these verses spoke about the traits and the characteristics of the muttaqun. And now Allah Azza wa Jal, he gives us the opposite of these traits and characteristics. And it is the traits of the kuffar. Allah Azza wa Jal says, Ba'da an a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajim, bismillahirrahmanirrahim. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا سَوَاءٌ عَلَيْهِمْ أَنذَرْتَهُمْ أَمْ لَمْ تُنذِرْهُمْ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ خَتَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَى قُلُوبِهِمْ وَعَلَى سَمْعِهِمْ وَعَلَى أَبْصَارِهِمْ غِشَاوَةٌ وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ عَظِيمٌ وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَقُولُ آمَنَّا بِاللَّهِ وَبِالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَمَا هُمْ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ يُخَادِعُونَ اللَّهَ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَمَا يَخْدَعُونَ إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمْ وَمَا يَشْعُرُونَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ فَزَادَهُمُ اللَّهُ مَرَضًا وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ So Allah Azza wa Jalla opens up these verses and he says إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Indeed those who disbelieve Yani those who have been described with the attribute of kufr. But they have not just been described with the attribute of kufr. Kufr has become a necessary identity for them due to their inad, due to the rejection of the truth. To such an extent that there is nothing which prevents them from their disbelief. No matter how many ayat of Allah Azzawajal is recited to them. And how many reminders come their way in terms of clear signs and manifest evidences and miracles, they do not profit from these reminders. Nor does any admonition benefit them except that they increase upon their disbelief. So Allah Azza wa Jal says about these types of disbelievers, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا سَوَاءٌ عَلَيْهِمْ It is the same Yani to them أَأَنذَرْتَهُمْ Whether you hone them أَمْ لَمْ تُنذِرْهُمْ Or you do not hone them لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ They will never believe They will never believe And this is the reality of kufr For kufr is to reject that which the Prophet ﷺ came with Or to reject part of what he came with So these kufar they do not benefit from a da'wah. The only benefit they derive from receiving the da'wah, the Islamic call, is that the proof is established upon them. That the proof is established upon them by way of the messenger relating to them the Qur'an and relating to them the teachings of Al-Islam. And perhaps it might have been that by way of this verse, Allah Azza wa Jal was telling the Prophet not to have remorse over these individuals and not to have any hope 
of their guidance. Since they have chosen a path for themselves and Allah Azawajal has left them to the path which they have chosen. Then Allah Azawajal mentions to us the reasons why Iman could not enter their hearts and the reason why they did not profit from Iman. Allah Azawajal says, Allah Azawajal placed a seal upon their hearts and upon their hearing. Meaning Allah Azawajal, He set a seal upon it and this seal prevents Iman from entering it and reaching their hearts. Allah also says, وَعَلَى سَمْعِهِمْ Also upon the hearing. And so, whatever benefit they hear, it does not benefit them. وَعَلَى أَبْصَارِهِمْ غِشَاوَةِ Upon, yani, their sight is a ghishawa, a ghita, a covering, which prevents it from looking at things which benefit them. And these, yani, Matters which Allah Azza mentions, He placed a seal upon. These are the means of learning. People learn by way of their yani, sight. And people learn by way of listening. And ultimately, whatever we see and whatever we hear, it penetrates our hearts. So Allah Azza has blocked off the turuk, the pathways of goodness. And so they do not benefit from the Islamic reminders which come their way. And so, there is no hope of them attaining any good. And the only reason they were prevented from Iman was due to their kufr and their rejection and opposing the truth with great yani, force. After the clear evidences had been made clear to them. And so, we might ask the question, does this mean that we cannot call non-Muslim to Al-Islam? And the reality is that da'wah is a responsibility which rests upon our shoulders as Muslims. Allah Azza wa is speaking about the state of the hearts of certain individuals in this verse. And the reality is, we do not know the states of the hearts. We cannot claim that this non-believer, a seal has been set upon his heart. Nor can we claim that believer X has a seal upon his heart. So we have the ability to relate to them. As we mentioned previously, the two types of guidance, we can make clear Hidayatul Bayan. We can make the guidance clear to them, but for them to accept this, this is up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we cannot claim that the kuffar have seals upon their heart, rather we make the effort. And if Allah Azza wa Jal so wills, they can be guided by the will of Allah Azza wa Jal. Since Allah Azza wa Jal is speaking about a certain type of kuffar over here, and this is the kuffar in the time of the Prophet wasallam. And yes, it is possible that certain kuffar in our times can reach this level where the Islamic reminders do not benefit them. Allah Azza wa Jal then says, وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ عَظِيمٌ For their disbelief, and for the kufr, they will have a great torment.
Allah Azza wa Jal describes the punishment of Jahannam with a sifaya azim. They will have a great torment. And this, yani, is the punishment in the Akhirah. But before the punishment in the Akhirah, Allah Azza wa Jal, He punishes them with the punishment in the dunya. And this is setting a seal over their hearts and over their sights and over their hearing. So, they do not profit from guidance in the life of this world. And as a result of their lack of submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the year after, they will have a grievous torment. Allah Azza wa Jal in the following verses then explains to us and makes clear to us the sifat, the characteristics of the munafiqeen. Those who manifested Islam externally but internalized disbelief and kufr. And Allah says, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَقُولُ آمَنَّا بِاللَّهِ وَبِالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَمَا هُمْ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ Allah says that from amongst men are those who say we believe in Allah and the last day وَمَا هُمْ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ But in reality they do not believe. So what is the reality of a nifaq? Nifaq is manifesting good and internalizing evil. Another where we can define ifaq, it is manifesting Islam but internalizing kufr. So that which is seen on the external, it is not internalized. And what enters into a nifaq is both nifaq of belief and nifaq of action. Because there are two types of nifaq. Either a nifaq al-i'tiqadi Either it is the hypocrisy of belief, and this is what the verse speaks about, and there is nifaq amali, there is nifaq which relates to actions. And the one who falls into the nifaq of actions, this does not make him a pure munafiq, but rather the one who possesses these traits is considered to be, or considered to have a trait of the munafiqeen. So as for nifaqul amali, it is as the Prophet ﷺ mentioned in the hadith found in Bukhari and Muslim, in the hadith of Abu Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala anhu, wherein he said, ayatul munafiq thalath, that the signs of a munafiq is three. And these signs of the, of, of the munafiq was the munafiq in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ida hadatha kathaba. إِذَا حَدَثَ كَذَبَ That when he speaks, he lies. وَإِذَا وَعَدَ أَخْلَفَ And when he promises, he breaks his promise. وَإِذَا تُمِنَ خَانَ And when he is entrusted, يعني, he betrays his trust. And he does this on a persistent basis. So, a person, يعني, uh, he makes a promise, he breaks his promise. We don't say this person is a munafik. Rather, this becomes like an innate trait and habit of the munafiqeen. In another narration, the Prophet also mentioned وَإِذَا خَاصَمَ fajr, That when he disputes and quarrels, he becomes abusive. He becomes abusive. These are the ayat of the munafiqeen. May Allah Azza wa Jal protect us from this. Ameen. Ya Rabbil Alameen. As for the nifaq of i'tiqad, al-nifaq al-i'tiqadi, the nifaq of belief, then the one who falls into this type of nifaq, 
it causes him to exit from the realm and the pale of Al-Islam. And this is what Allah Azza wa Jal has described in this particular verse. And in the context of Surah Al-Baqarah, as we said, Surah Al-Baqarah was a, or is a Madani Surah. Surah Al-Baqarah is a Madani Surah. This is where Nifaq first appeared. Since during the Meccan period, there was no Munafiqeen amongst the ranks of the believers. And why was this so? This was such as the Muslims, they were the oppressed, they were the downtrodden, and they, yani, were at the lower end of things. They did not have the upper hand. But once the Muslims found a safe haven, and they founded the state of Al-Madina, and they started gaining support and strength, and especially after the Battle of Badr, and the victory which was given to the believers in the Battle of Badr, this is when Nifaq first appeared in the Muslim community. And this was as a result of some leaders from amongst the inhabitants of Medina, who inhabited Medina before the Hijrah of the Prophet they had authority and they had leadership. And so they felt that after the Battle of Badr, the Muslims now became the leading power and the authority that they would lose their status and they would lose their power if they failed to enter into the ranks of Al-Islam. And so the only reason they did this was out of fear of losing their life and losing their wealth. And so they manifested Islam upon the apparent but they internalized Kufr. And this is what Allah Azza wa is speaking about in this verse. Allah Azza wa Jal then says, يُخَادِعُونَ اللَّهَ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَمَا يَخْدَعُونَ إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمْ وَمَا يَشْعُرُونَ Allah says that يُخَادِعُونَ اللَّهَ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا That they think they deceive Allah and those who believe. Could this verb over here, it comes on the scale of فَعَلَى it comes on the scale of fa'ala. And this means to feign something. So if we say, هَذَا الرَّجُلُ تَجَاهَلَ This man is feigning ignorance. It means he's not actually ignorant. Right? It means to feign something. So this verb over here, يُخَادِعُونَ اللَّهَ They think they deceive Allah because in essence they cannot deceive Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah Azza wa Jal is the one who knows what is internalized and Allah Azza wa Jal knows what the state of the heart is. So Allah says they think that they deceive those who believe. They think that they deceive those, they think that they deceive Allah and those who believe, but they don't deceive none except themselves and they do not even perceive this. They do not even perceive this. And Sheikh Abdul Rahman mentions in relation to this verse that 
Hada minal ajaib. That this is something amazing and something wondrous. Why? He says because the one who deceives in the life of this world, the deceiver usually gets away. A person wants to deceive another person, deceive him out of wealth or deceive him out of business or deceive him out of a specific thing, he gets away with it. Why is this? Because we don't know the intention. We can't see what is in the heart and we can't see what the person conceals. So the Mukhadi, the one who deceives, he usually gets away with his deception. However, these individuals, these Munafiqeen, their deception, it only returned to them. And they did not attain what they wanted. They did not attain what they wanted. And the deception only returned to them. The deception only returned to them. Allah Azza wa Jalla then says, "Fi qulubihim maradun." Fi qulubihim maradun. That in their hearts there is a marad, and marad means disease. That in their hearts there is a disease, and the marad, yani the disease which is mentioned here, it is the marad of shak wa shubuhat. It is the disease of doubts and desires. The disease of doubts and desires and hypocrisy. And this is such since the heart. Yani, two types of diseases are presented to it. And this diseases, it takes the heart away from its soundness and its uprightness. And the first one is Maradu Shubuhat Al-Batila. It is the doubts which relate to one's belief. The doubts which relate to one's belief. This is the first marad which takes the heart away from its soundness. And the second type of disease is the marad of shahwat. The marad of desires. Loving fahsha, loving obscenities, loving zina, and loving sins and evil deeds. So these two diseases takes the heart away from its soundness. And the manifestations of these types of diseases are many. With regards to the marad of shubuhat, the marad of doubts, it can take the form of doubts with regards to one's religion. And also it can be manifested in innovations. And the manifestations, as we mentioned, with regards to the marad of of shahawat it is yani loving evil deeds loving zina loving fawahish and loving sins and transgression so these two traits these two diseases is found within the munafiqeen may Allah azawajal protect us from this amin Allah mentioned fi qulubihim maradun fazadahum Allahu marada Allah Azawajal says, in the heart is a disease. And so due to this disease of nifaq, Allah Azawajal increased them in their disease. And here Allah Azawajal, he clarifies to us his wisdom behind decreeing sins. The wisdom behind decreeing sins and allowing sins to take place. That when the sin is transgressed, 
as a result of their sins and the sins they're indulging in and their previous sins, Allah Azza wa Jal, He trials them by way of other sins. And these sins become a necessary requirement for their punishment. And this becomes a necessary yani, reason for their punishment. Allah Azrael says in other places in his book, فَلَمَّا زَاهُوا أَزَاهُوا اللَّهُ قُلُوبَهُمْ That when they deviated and they chose the path of deviation, أَزَاهُوا اللَّهُ قُلُوبَهُمْ Then Allah Azrael caused their hearts to deviate. So only once a person transgresses and he opposes the manifest signs and clear ayat which come his way, then Allah Azrael turns the person's heart. As Allah says, وَمَن يُشَاقِكِ الرَّسُولِ مِن بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيَّنَ الْهُدَى وَيَتَّبِعْ غَيْرَ سَبِيلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ نُوَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّى وَنُسْلِهِ جَعَنَّمَ وَسَاءَتْ مَصِيرًا Allah says, whomsoever opposes the messenger, he opposes the messenger, yani, openly and internally. And he does this consistently. مِن بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيَّنَ الْهُدَى After clear, Guidance has come his way. The guidance has reached the person. He comprehends it. He understands it. And he follows a pathway other than the pathways of the believers. And this is the Sahaba. Allah says, We will turn him to the path which he has chosen for himself. We will drag him to Jahannam. And what an evil abode. So here we see that Allah mentions that people choose the paths of deviation for themselves. Just like people choose by their will and Allah as well guidance, the pathways of righteousness and guidance. So a reason why Allah as well further punishes the sinners is due to their sins. Allah as well, He makes it such that they indulge in more sins. So these verses we've covered today, it mentions to us the traits of the munafiqeed and the kuffar in the time of the Prophet However, the lesson we take is not due to the specific occurrences of these verses, but rather the general message which it contains. For it is very important for a believer and a Muslim to know evil for the sake of abstaining from evil. For the one who does not know evil from good, perhaps he might fall into it. So we ask that Allah Azawajal protects us from the marad of shubuhat, the marad of doubts, and the marad of shahawat, and he guides us in this life and the next. Amin ya Rabbal Alameen. Naktafi bihada subhanakallah wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha anta. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu.